Welcome back to another episode of the Reasons for Horror podcast with Tony Talks and Arnold Reasons. All right, what are we talking about today, Tony? Part two. Part two of building something from scratch. So we talked a little bit about, you know, the beginning, getting started, starting small. Um, so I just want to talk a little bit about once you've gotten started and you hit yeah. a little bit of a funk. And yeah. I think what's ironic is that to be honest, I'm probably in a little bit of a funk with my clothing yeah. company. Yeah. So I think as you were talking last time, it was um it was hitching me in it about, <laughs> about where I'm at my clothing company. So it's it's very interesting timing, I think, with this, because mm. it's about what do you do when you get out of a funk. So I think because of my background where I've been mostly working in a company, mm. I would say my kind of entrepreneurial things have been a little bit more subdued over the years. I've done a couple of things, but yeah. nothing like setting up a company until I've done my clothing company. So yeah. I'm still quite new to this. Okay, I'm in a bit of a funk. What yeah. do I do to get out of it? So you're yeah. speaking to me as well as everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it, bro. I really do. You know, I want to ask you a question because I think this is going to be an oh. interesting one. Okay, go ahead. If, if you were in a funk at work, what would you do to get out of it? How would you approach it? That is a great question. I would say, to be honest, I don't think there have been that many times that I've been in a funk at work. Because I also mm. feel like when you get into a bit of a funk at work, firstly, there's so many other people to cover your funk. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? So like, <laughs> there's, there's always that, right? So I remember there was one time though, where Wayne, my old manager, he called me into a room and he was like i feel like you lost your mojo mm. i was like okay yeah and when i thought about it it was like it was true i had actually lost my mojo so yeah. i think we started to do some things to you know get a bit more outside of myself mm. and that's kind of what i did to get out of that kind of funk but mm. i wouldn't say it's something that happens very often but at that point in time there was quite a lot of stuff going on in my kind of outer life mm. that was messing with me mm. so that was kind of the funk that I was in, but it took my boss being like, dude, you've lost your mojo. What's mm. going on? Mm. He's like, I see you like this normally, and this is how you are now. Like, what's the deal? So I mm. had a really good leader who was able to call me out almost of my funk and start to put a plan in place. Mm. But outside of that, I can't really say me personally, I've had much of a funk at work. What about in basketball? Shooting slump. Oh, you just keep shooting. Like, that one is literally <laughs> like... <laughs> You just keep shooting the ball. But it also depends on who you are, right? So Go there are ahead. certain people like Steph Curry is a shooter. I saw a mm. video, yeah, where Steph Curry was dribbling around and he dribbled and then the ball didn't bounce and he like mm. bobbled the ball. And mm. if I bobbled the ball, I'd think, oh, okay, you know, I bobbled the ball. Mm. The man looked down at the floor mm. and was like, and then they checked the floor and the floor was actually dead in that spot <laughs> because... <laughs> He has practiced so much, yeah. That if that ball doesn't come to where he, the floor he knows must it be ain't me. He knows it exactly. So if you're a shooter yeah. and you're in a slump, yeah, just keep shooting because you've done mm. your reps, you've done your practice, you've done your time. So mm. just keep shooting. But someone like me, I wasn't. I wasn't really a shooter like that. Yeah. So mm. it could be me just being off on that day because I'm off. Like mm. I'm not that good of a shooter. So it really depends on who you are. So if it's something that you're good at and it's not yeah. going the way that it should, just keep going. Yeah. Keep yeah. going. Yeah. You know, but if you're me 
and you're having a bit of a weird shooting day, it might just be because I haven't practiced that much and I'm not actually that good of a shooter. So maybe mm. I need to get better at shooting because that did happen to me as well. When I was maybe 16, 17, the coach was like, you're not allowed to shoot. Yeah. Hmm. He said, you rebound, you don't shoot. Mm. So all summer I worked on shooting, I worked on everything. And when I went to camp, they were like, you're actually a decent shooter. I was like, mm. so I practiced in between. So it depends. It depends on your skill set. And I think both of those answers you gave are so, so relevant to like business and all of that kind of stuff. Because mm. I think even using the example of like, if you just, maybe you're having an off day, maybe there's something you need to work on. Like there are so many things that can go into why something's not working, right? Mm. Like, and I think that's one of the things that has been a big learning point for me in business is that the problem could be that the product or service is rubbish and it needs to be mm. refined. The problem mm. could be that the product is or service is amazing, but nobody knows about it, obscurity, right? Mm -hmm. And you haven't got a strategy tracks, in place bro. to let people know. That's it. <laughs> Boba. <laughs> <laughs> um, the problem could be that you've got a good, you, you might have the wrong audience, right? Mm. So you might have the mm. right product or service, but you mm. might have it being put in front of the wrong audience or the wrong potential target market people that maybe aren't going to be interested rather than mm. putting it in front of the right target market and stuff like that mm. um there's it could be a small tweet it could just be a bad day like and this is the thing i even know this from running ads bro yeah i i had to go through the iterations to learn that depending on the business type depending on the type of person that i'm targeting mm. the performance of my ads can be very drastically different on a Saturday compared to like a Tuesday mm. on a bank holiday compared to a normal working day. Right. Mm. And it's only through going through the iterations that I've realized that, you know what, like there could be so many different things that go into why something doesn't work. It could just be a bad day or it could be that there's something that I need to work on improving that will potentially take it from being something that feels like it's failing and isn't basically working out business-wise to something that is um, something that that is really successful. And I think mm. that's where not basically making final decisions just based on the outcome is so important. Because mm. if I make the decision that because I tried to run ads or I tried to sell my product at this particular event and only two people showed up and none of them bought if i now think that my business is a failure because of that then i'm probably missing out on potentially loads of opportunities to get completely different results and i think that's where time different environments different climates mm. tweaks and changes small adjustments mm. over time will help to teach me the things that are going to be most optimal for the business that i'm building and you have to be willing to go through that. Like you have to be willing to, and again, split testing, not making too many changes at once because then mm. I will never know what was it that made mm. this work. What was it that I, worked? Yeah. I want to know the formula, bro. I want to know, like, I want to be able to know if I pull this lever, this is what it yes. leads to. If I press this button, this is what happens. Like, mm. and I think that's something that you tend to learn over time through taking the same thing and making a slight tweak here and there, testing it in said environment, make another slight tweak, test it in said environment. Now make those same two tweaks and test it in a different environment. Like 
it takes time. <laughs> it takes a willingness to commit. But I think, um, I think that has helped. That has helped. I think, I think one of the things that I'm taking from what you're saying is if you are in a funk, mm. part of it is why are you in the funk? Yeah, Understand why you're there. So analyze the reasons. Why is it not working? You know, is mm. this a me thing? Is this an environment thing? Like, what yeah. is it about right now that, yeah. why am I in this funk? And I think that's common across any funk that you're in is you can try and understand, okay, why am I here? Mm. And then the next thing is, what are some of the things that I can do differently to get out of the funk? Because yeah. if you're in a funk and you just keep doing the same things, yeah, maybe you're going to stay in the funk. Maybe there is something yeah. small that you can change that will make all the difference to the situation that you're in. There's a guy who you may know and some of the listeners may know named Alex Hormozzi. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, something yeah. that I remember hearing him say in mm. a video that I watched um, maybe a month or so ago. And he was talking about how when you're launching your business, like you suck. Your product or service <laughs> sucks. Start sucks. From, and I think there's yeah. something to it because if you start from, like it's perspective, right? If I start from the assumption that I've got the most amazing thing since sliced bread and when I release this thing to the world, they're all going to come running, then I'm setting myself up for failure. Come on. If I come start on. from the perception and the belief yes. that I believe I've got the seed of something good here, but yes. rather than assuming it's going to be amazing from the beginning, I'm going to assume that I have to go on a journey to refine yes. this thing in order to make it become what it needs to become yes. so that it becomes a, a scalable success. If I have that perspective, that beginning point, I see yeah. the funk differently, right? Because yeah. it's almost like I assume to start in the funk, right? Yeah. I know assume. It's gonna be bad. Yeah, it's like, and, and I'm, I'm not saying it just to be negative or pessimistic, but it's like, it's almost like whilst I have the best of hopes for it, mm. I'm assuming that no matter how good or bad things start off, there's so much room for it to become so much better because I'm starting from the assumption that this began as an idea in my head, maybe based on some research or what I know about a potential market audience, but until it's actually released to the marketplace, that's where I'm going to get the real valuable information that's going to help me to take it from funk to funking success. <laughs> <laughs> that might have to be the they title. They might bleep me out. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because I listen on two speeds, so I wonder what that's going to sound like on two speeds. I'm going to need subtitles for that one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you wanted to say something on oh, my chest. No, no, no. No, no, no. I think that, um, that what you said is so right because most of the things that you're going to be doing, you've never done it before. Right? Yeah. Even if you're experienced in business, there's always going to be something a little bit different about whether it's the market that you're currently in, the mm. audience that you're going to serve. Even you mm. as a person, you're different. Mm. You've never done this exact same thing again. Yeah. Know? So it's like everything is different each time. So it's okay that you don't have everything figured out. It's normal. You know, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, like... <laughs> it's normal. Yeah. Contrary to what Instagram, TikTok and YouTube might tell you, it's actually very mm. normal. Because, like, imagine, bro, imagine you're an accountant, right? Mm. Chartered accountant, you've excelled, you've become, like, the most amazing thing in your corporate career working for one of the big four, right? Mm. Mm. And you now decide to launch your own private practice. Yes, you're an amazing accountant, and maybe your product or service is fantastic, mm. but if this is your first go at actually launching a business, this is mm. the first time that maybe you're learning about marketing. 
this is the first time that maybe you're learning about um, service management, compliance, all these different things that are going to go into the other moving parts that whilst you were in your career, were taken mm. care of by other departments, you now mm. have to wear all of these hats. You have to now mm. start thinking about hiring, policies, all, mm. you know? Mm. And it's like, mm. even though the product or service is amazing, you still suck at all of these other things, right? Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. It it's doesn't so mean that your business is going to automatically be as much of a success as it was when you were doing it as part of a corporation. It's, it's so true. And like Wayne, my old boss, he used to have this saying of, what got you here won't get you there. Yeah. So it's like, yes, you're an amazing whatever it was, but now you're trying to go somewhere slightly different. Mm. you know and it's not going to be just the same things that got mm. you here that will get you there there are certain mm. things that are principles that always stay true but you mm. need to do them in different scales different levels so like kindness is something that it will get you here it will get you there it will get you everywhere yeah but it needs to yeah. be done differently in different scenarios so it's not going yeah. to be exactly the same every time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. for sure <sighs> for sure man another thing as well for me <laughs> that has helped with the whole funk thing is just being committed to being a student so like i'm mm. i'm i'm a student bro like i'm that's just i it's it's just something that's just so natural to who i am and how i am like mm. i like the process or i don't necessarily like every single part of the process but i like the i like the feeling at the end of conquering something that i didn't know before mm. you know or learning something mm. that coming to something that i was a novice at and then eventually getting to the point where i'm proficient and i'm good at what i'm doing like i like the before and the after right <laughs> i like the challenge yeah, yeah. of knowing that i'm maybe especially coming from this whole underdog mindset like coming in as the person that you don't suspect to be able to do x and then being able to do it like there's something yeah. about that and i think in just this area of business and even just general funks as we were speaking about even in my in my career like yeah. over time there are a number of times where you probably would have heard it. Other friends would have heard it where I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like mm. this, this particular task is battering me. Right. Mm. Mm. <laughs> but over time I can then look back and say, wow, I really nailed it. I got to a place where like mm. the thing that was once a big problem, I've learned, I've grown and I've gone through the process of overcoming. And I, so I think with the whole funk thing, seeing seeing things from a student perspective seeing things from the perspective of a problem isn't something that's here to destroy me it's something that's here to help my muscles grow help me become better help me to develop i think it changes how i approach it it doesn't mean that i don't have days where i'm just like this sucks it's a write-off come back tomorrow come back next week maybe have two weeks of silence and then pick it back up but it's just something that helps with the overall thing because i guess maybe that's another thing to speak on sometimes you need a break <laughs> sometimes you're tired sometimes you're hungry sometimes you've overworked because you're trying to do this thing on top of a thousand other things everything else and i was i was just thinking that it's normal that we go through highs and lows you know yeah, peaks man. and valleys like everything in the Bible, it talks about, you know, there are seasons for everything, mm. right? And even when I think back to the original creation, when everything was perfect, mm. there were still seasons, you know, there was mm. still, God brought, brought day and night. So there was light mm. and darkness. He brought 
you know, season. So you could still tell the time. You could tell mm. night and day. Mm. You could tell all these different things in mm. terms of okay, this is now a year has passed. So and that mm. was before everything went wrong. So there were still meant to be seasons. And God told Adam to tend the garden, which mm. meant that things were going to be growing, which mm. meant that things were going to need to be harvested. Mm. So for me, it's kind of like there is definitely something about seasons that they're meant to be there. Yeah. You know. So sometimes those seasons are going to be tough. They're going to feel like winter, where it's、mm. cold and it's、mm. you know it's dark and it feels、mm. like nothing is growing.、Mm. But it's like there are still things that you do in winter to prepare for when you're going to be growing things. So yeah, I was just thinking about what you're saying, and it's like yeah, but there are seasons as well. You know, seasons it's meant to happen. So sometimes you are going to be in a funk. It's not a case、mm. of if you get into a funk. It's a case of when.、Mm. You know, there's going to be circumstances that'll make you feel like nothing is working. Yeah. What are you gonna do in that season? Yeah, man. And I, I think even adding to that as well, assuming you are listening to this and you are a believer, <laughs> like the added advantage that we have of knowing that, like he eight twenty eight eight twenty eight. Yeah, like、mm. there's nothing that I'm experiencing or that I'm gonna go through. That will not work out for my good, some way, somehow.、Mm. Like,、mm. yeah, man.、Mm. And it's that, it's that faith to keep going, because、yeah. there's this thing of like, you know, this too shall pass. And I don't think that's a, I don't know if that's a Bible verse, or not, <laughs> it is, but it's D- true. DJ statement. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? <laughs> I, that's where I remember hearing it. <laughs> I don't know if I saw it in the Bible. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> But it's that thing of like, <laughs> this too shall pass. You know, yeah. Whatever's happening now, oh, it's Persian. It's a Persian、mm. adage. So, it's like, it's gonna. This moment is gonna pass. This、yeah. horrible thing that's happening is gonna pass.、Mm. You know. Oh, apparently it is a Bible verse. Oh yeah. Second Corinthians four seventeen to eighteen. I need to check that because. You're gonna say what version? Yeah. <laughs> Second Corinthians four. Twenty twenty three work edition. You know, ah,、uh, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh、yeah. for us far more exceeding an eternal weight of glory. Yeah. That's where they get the this the principle. The principle. Yeah. The principle is definitely something that can be drawn from scripture. Mm. So yeah, but yeah, man, the funk isn't forever. No, for real. The funk. Lean into、forever. the funk, and because on because on the other side of the funk, like you don't actually know.、Mm. This was the thing I was gonna say. We serve the God of suddenly, right?、Mm. I.e., in a moment, all、mm. of a sudden, something can go、mm. from hot to cold. Like、mm. something that was dead can become alive,、mm. like that he. That's the nature of the God that we serve and we are connected to, and who we are in relationship with. And so I think you you can't underestimate or ignore the fact that you could literally just be one、mm. moment away from the breakthrough that you're breakthrough. looking for、mm. in your whatever area you're experiencing a funking.、Mm. The number of times, bro, I can think of in my own life where, if I had quit, if I had packed it all in and given up, 
like I would never have known what was on the other side. Mm. I would never have experienced so many things. I would never have mm. got to see the fruit of the success that I was actually hoping for. It reminds me of that imagery. I don't know if you've seen the picture of the two people that are on top of each other. They're both digging, digging, digging. Digging. Yeah. One yeah. person Looking walks for back. Yeah. One yeah. person walks back and they're like one more hit away. Yeah. And then you got one person who keeps yeah. on hitting and they get yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Picture, yeah. video, whatever it is. But it's like you could literally be on the verge of it. And it's like nothing, nothing has to be wasted. <laughs> I guess no. that's what it is. Right. No, no. There's that verse that talks about um, don't grow weary in doing good. Mm. for in due season if you yeah. do not faint you'll reap the harvest Come that's on. that thing of like as christians we should the things that we're doing we should be doing the right things right we should be yeah. doing good things so yeah. saying don't grow weary in doing what i'm meant to be doing mm. because whatever i'm looking for on the other side of that that's coming but it, mm. it's due season sometimes it takes time it's not mm. always as quickly as i want it to be mm. and an interesting thing about even business and other contexts is that you might not reap the reward or the harvest that you're looking for in the exact same place that you've sown. I.e., mm. you may start something, you may give time, money, investment, sweat, and everything else to this particular thing and mm. maybe decide to let go of it and move on mm. to something else. Mm. But it's like when you move on to thing number two or thing number 10 or whatever the thing is and you start to experience the reaping, that's not just reaping based on what went into that thing. That's mm. reaping based on the sowing that started all the way back all when you first started selling snacks in the playground, right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So nothing has to be wasted. And I think, yeah, I think that's an important one because sometimes you do have to let things go. Sometimes you do have to shut things down, right? Mm. Mm. Um, but at the same time, still take what you need to take from it. I love that. Thank you guys so much for listening. And if you're in a funk, it will pass. And there are ways out of the funk. So have a little think about why you're in the funk. Not in a way to blame yourself or in a way to blame other people, but just understand the actions or the circumstances that meant that you're in that situation. And then mm. see what are some of the things that you can do to to get out of that situation. Mm. So, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace. <laughs>